right. I want to welcome all the campuses that are watching. I want to welcome those that are watching online, uh, that are watching on TV, and uh, say that we are in a great series called Suit Up. I'm enjoying this. We started with the Belt of Truth. How many enjoyed that one? Belt of Truth, God's Word kind of threw us for a little bit of a loop. Uh, we didn't know that that was going to start there, but it's the foundation. Then we went into the breastplate of righteousness, that if we're going to move forward in the armor of God, we've got to realize that it's not because we're righteous, but it's because he's righteous. Great breakthrough, I believe, for a lot of us. Uh, had a great message last week with Shoes of Peace, and the whole time I was listening to the message, I just kept thinking of, of like cleats of, of people digging in for traction, that peace is like the cleats that gives me the ability to get ready to charge the enemy because I have uh, cleats. And how many know, I wasn't thinking about those wimpy little plastic cleats. How many know what I'm talking about? I was thinking about the illegal ones that you can't wear, you know, the big spiky cleats ones. But anyways, uh, so great message there. And now today it's the shield of faith. And um, I love the progression that the Apostle Paul is doing. And uh, if you're not familiar with this, you can find it in Ephesians 6. We're going to turn there in just a little bit. But uh, also in this series, we're just kind of going through each piece of the armor and looking at spiritual warfare and how we're going to fight against the enemy. Now, the, the shield of faith that we're looking at today is a great piece of, of the armor that we have. And I want to let you know this, that right away, that the shield is something that will protect you and it is also something that will help you advance, okay? So I love that the Apostle Paul says it's the shield of faith. It's going to protect you from the things that the enemy is going to throw at you, but it's also going to help you to advance. You don't have faith just to sit there. You have faith to advance the kingdom of God. Um, now, I know that we don't issue our military uh, shields. You know, we don't do that anymore. We're way past that. Maybe they get like body armor, but we don't do shields. But uh, my kids had a, I don't know, maybe a, an old costume that was around the house that was in a closet, and it had a shield and a sword. And we were having all of our neighbors over uh, for a Christmas party. So we had all the neighbors over. We're talking about Christmas, just drinking eggnog and having cookies and doing the deal. And how many know when you have all the neighbors over, all the kids go to the basement, right? And so the kids are in the basement, and kids are there, and they're digging, like, what toys do these people have, right? And so they're digging through, and they found the shield, and then they found a, a Nerf semi-machine gun, like semi-automatic machine gun. And so they set up this Nerf gun, semi-machine gun at the top of the staircase, and then they had the shield, and they all took turns, like, shooting, you know, each other, and then they charge up the stairs with the shield. And so they're charging up, ah! you know, we're like upstairs, like Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, and we hear, Mayday, Mayday, Medic, you know, I mean, you know, going out of the basement. And then I thought, what if my neighbors don't like guns or don't like weapons? We'll find out next Christmas. I don't know, you know, but it was, it was fun. They were charging up, and the, the contest was the kids were charging up the stairs, and they could charge right into the darts. I mean, I know they're Nerf darts, but still they're kids. And they could charge right into the darts because they were hiding behind the shield. And the goal wasn't just to sit at the bottom of the staircase and let the person shoot you. The goal was to take the shield and charge up the stairs, get past the guy, and then you could then shoot the next person. And hopefully they'd peek out behind the shield, you know, and then you'd blast them, right? But that's what the kids were doing. And, the, and it just hit me there. The shield was to protect them, but the shield was to advance. And the shield of faith is for you so that you can advance, so that you can move forward. And so as we look at this, realize faith is there for you 
to advance the kingdom of God. So if you have your Bibles, turn me to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 14. And the Apostle Paul writes this, he says, Stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, we talked about that earlier, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, verse 16, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Okay, so the Apostle Paul says you're going to take this shield of faith and you're going to go into battle with it. Now I want to let you know that he could have chosen one of two words to say the word shield. There are actually two words in their culture. One was a shield that was round, you know, kind of like a Captain America shield, you know, round one. And it was used mostly for parades. Okay, it was just used for show. And then there was another shield that was two and a half feet wide by four feet tall that was curved that was used to go into battle. That's the shield that the Apostle Paul talks about. So he lets us know, again, we're not just going out there with like superhero skills and, you know, it's all Hollywood stuff. You need a real shield that will protect you, that is big, that is going into battle. Now, it's important there were little hooks on the uh, edge of the shield, and that was so that you could link up with others, and you could link up with others with your shield, and you could join your faith, if you will, with others. And so they had this shield, 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 and they could be hooked together and move forward with even more confidence. And I love the analogy of that and just the picture of that. As a body of Christ, we can move together, and I can link up my faith with yours and yours and yours and yours and yours, and we can all link up and move forward faster and with more confidence. I love that. So he says that's the type of shield that we're going to use and, and the type of shield that they had. And, and you can imagine he's chained to a Roman soldier 24-7 for a couple of years. So he's seeing their, their shield. And it wasn't made out of metal. I want to let you know it wasn't made out of metal. It was made out of wood. And then it was covered with about six layers of leather. Okay, they would tan it and they would do this leather in such a way that it was really hard. It was really strong. And when they put six layers on top of this wood... It was an amazingly strong, almost as strong as steel. And so this is the picture. The Apostle Paul sees this because every morning a Roman soldier would wake up and uh, he would take the oil that he would have. You have a little thing of oil and he would take it and he'd rub it on his shield. Now if I can just take this just a second here. In the Bible, the oil is symbolic of the Holy Spirit. And I think your shield of faith needs a lot of Holy Spirit on it. Okay, so they take the oil and they'd rub down the shield every morning because they didn't want their shield to get brittle. They didn't want their shield to get dry. They didn't want their shield to just crumble. And how many know with leather, if you don't keep it, you know, wet and you don't keep it just, you know, oiled up, it's going to get brittle, it's going to fall apart. So that's what you'd see every day. Now, in battle, when they would get ready for battle and they knew that a battle was coming, sometimes they would be surprised and they'd just have the oil on their shield. But if they knew a battle was coming, they would take their shield and they would submerge it in water. And when they would submerge it in water, they would then just wait until it was just completely saturated and take it out. And then they'd go into battle with this because then when the darts would come and hit that, it was wet, it would put out the darts, it would put out the arrows. So it's an interesting thing. Now, a lot of times in the Bible, water is uh, symbolic of the word. So you've got the word and you've got the Holy Spirit. It's kind of like in your faith, you better make sure you have the word and you better make sure you're tuned into the Holy Spirit. I love what the Apostle Paul's doing here and kind of giving us this example. 
So he says, above all, in verse 16, he says, take the shield of faith. Now, when he says above all, can I just let you know this? He's not saying the shield of faith is more important than anything else. He's saying that the shield of faith is out in front. That'd be a better way to say it. He's saying out in front of everything that you've got, the shield of faith goes first. And I want to tell you something. This is a church that believes in faith in the word of God. We believe in faith. We love people that step out in faith. We are a faith church. Now, some people say, what do you mean by faith church? You mean hyper faith? Because some people have taken faith and gone hyper faith with it and done some other things. We're so far from hyper faith. Don't even get worried, okay? We're not anywhere near hyper faith. Most of us are in puny faith, okay? All right? So hyper faith is way out there, okay? But this is faith. This is believing God and saying out in front of us, above all, this is the thing that's going to lead us into battle. This is the thing that's going to lead us in our daily life. We are going to move forward in faith, believing in the promises of God's word, believing in the God we serve, believing that faith will rise up. And when he tells us to do something by the power of the Holy Spirit, we're going to be able to do it and we're going to do it in full confidence in faith in the God we serve. Okay, the Bible says without faith, it's impossible to please God. That's because he wants us to move forward in faith. He doesn't want us to just sit here. He wants us to move forward. So we, we have this shield of faith and it's going out in front of us. It's something that we've got to have. And again, a lot of people are like, well, I don't know. I, I just kind of like a more tame faith. I like a more stay at home faith. Uh, I don't like all that risk and all those things. You need to step out in faith as a follower of Jesus Christ. It's not an option. It's not an option. So the Apostle Paul says, you know, above all, you got the shield of faith. He says, take up the shield of faith. And what does he mean by that? When he says this, it's written in an active voice. It means you and I have a choice every day to take up our faith or not. We have a choice every day to live in faith or to not live in faith. And most of us don't live in faith. How many know that? We don't, we don't step out. We don't risk. We don't open our mouth. We don't write the check. We don't do this. We don't live in faith. So many of us, we, we walk by security. We walk by what's in the bank. I mean, have you ever done this? Like, you're feeling compelled to give something. You're like, boy, we should give something. And instead of asking the Lord what you should give, how many of you go, honey, what should we give? How much is in the bank? Right? How much is in the bank? Don't even care. You're not going to pray. You're going to ask your spouse what's in the bank. They might say, none of your business. You need marriage counseling. But anyways, uh, you know, they might say, well, uh, uh, how much were you thinking? You know, how much were you thinking? I was thinking, you know, 100 bucks. Well, how about 50? We don't have a lot in the bank. You know, just how many know? It's not faith at all. It's just how much is there? How much is there? And whatever is there, I trust in that. Never, never believing to step out in faith. Even when it comes to making a commitment or a kingdom builder's commitment or anything like that, it's like, can you step out in faith and believe God to give you something, to be able to do something, to advance the kingdom of of Jesus Christ and to do this? And you're kind of like, hmm, I know that we could do this, but we need to step out in faith. And it's not just with finances, but I believe that for so many of us, that's where our first steps of faith come. It's like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to step out. I'm going to believe God for this. We really don't live by faith. We live by security. We live by insurance. We live by guarantees. How many know that we've become such a culture that we say, is there a warranty on that? Is there extended warranty? Can I extend the extended warranty? You know what I mean? We're like, we're so afraid. You know, what if you said, nope, this one you have to just pray and believe in faith if you buy this car. 
<laughs> I've owned that car before. Uh, you know, we wanted a warranty. We want a guarantee. We, want, we don't want to live by faith. And I'm telling you, it is not an option. Above all, out in front in your life, faith is going to have to be out in front if you're going to please God. Now, I'm not saying faith in yourself. Do you know that self-confidence is combustible? I believe that uh, self-confidence is you're in trouble if you're like, I believe in me. I believe it's all about me. You're in trouble. Uh, I know how I am, and I believe in God. He's way better, okay? So we're believing in God, and we're stepping out in faith. We have full confidence and trust in his word and his promises, the things that he speaks to us through the Holy Spirit, and we have confidence to step out and trust him, okay? Now, the, the Apostle Paul tells us what this weapon does. It's the only weapon that he tells us. It's the only piece of our armor that he says, here's this piece of armor and here's what it does. So get this. He says, you've got this piece of armor, this shield of faith, and what it does, it quenches the fiery darts of the wicked one. I'm just telling you this right now. When you step out in faith and you say, above all, faith will lead me and I'm going to step out in faith, the Apostle Paul is telling you, you're going to need that because the enemy is going to shoot fiery darts at you, not just darts, fiery darts, okay? Now, there are three words that he could have used here. He could have just used, and we say darts, and that's the way it's translated, but he means arrows. He could have just said regular arrows, but he didn't. He could have said Fiery arrows, like a lot of you are thinking, those ones that they dip in tar and then they shoot it, you know, and it comes in and lights everything on fire. But that's not the type that he chose. The word that he actually uses here is a third type of word for an arrow that was hollow in the middle and they'd fill it full of combustible material. And so it would look like a normal arrow coming in and when it would hit, it would blow up. It was like a bomb in their day. So he's not just shooting arrows at you. He's not just shooting fiery arrows at you. The devil is shooting bombs at you. But you have to step out in faith, and he's given you the ability to quench the fiery darts of the enemy. Now let me illustrate this for you. They would, they would shoot these things in, and even if they couldn't hit the person, what these darts would do is they'd cause fear and panic. That is the enemy's strategy. When you step out in faith and believe God for something, his strategy is to shoot a fiery dart. He doesn't even care if he hits you. He just wants to cause fear and panic in you. And when the, the soldiers would be there, if they were not trained correctly, they would panic because there'd be fire and they were supposed to go this way, but the fire would cause them to go into panic and they wouldn't know what to do and they'd run for cover and they wouldn't listen and they wouldn't stay together because they'd be fearful. If you saw the movie Gladiator, remember, he's like, men, stay together, stay together, we live. And the one guy runs off, and he's dead, you know, he's gone, you know. That's it, deal. And so this, these darts are there to blow up, to scare you, to cause you to have fear, to go into retreat, and to use your shield to retreat. And he's saying, no, they're going to quench the fiery darts of the enemy, but he's telling us we're going to be attacked. And his attack is fear. And we've got to overcome fear with faith. Here's what happens. We feel God saying, I want you to speak out for me. I want you to open your mouth and say something at work and ask if you can start a Bible study. 
Okay, Lord, I'll do it. Shoes of peace are on. I'm feeling good. Got my faith there. And all of a sudden, you know, you walk into work that day and it's like atheist against Christian day or something, you know? And they're marching around and they're like, death to anyone who had some Bible study. That's what you're thinking in your mind. And the enemy's saying, they're going to kill you. Nobody dies in America but you. Or he doesn't do that, but he says, you know what? If you do this, you'll be branded a crazy Christian. You don't want to do that. Fiery dart. That's what happens. You say, God, I'm believing in healing. I am going to pray and believe and step out and pray for healing. And the enemy says, you can't have healing. You cannot have healing. You cannot do it. And you're like, oh, you're right. Fiery dart. You say, God, I'll trust you. I will write the check. I'll do that. And he says, oh, you can't do that. If you do that, you will starve to death. If you do that, you won't have what everybody else has. If you do that, it won't work. Fiery darts, fiery darts, and they're coming at you. And he says, shield of faith is going to extinguish that. It's gonna, but he says, they're going to come. So don't think it's strange when you step out in faith that fiery darts come at you. Some people are like, well, I stepped out in faith, and then the enemy came at me. Great. That's why you have a shield of faith. Go for it. Okay. And, and, and if he doesn't get you, he'll, he'll do this. You'll say, I'm believing for healing. And then a fiery dart will hit somewhere else around you. And a friend will say, oh, you're believing for healing? Yeah, my dad died of that. Oh. Mm. I had a friend that tried this, his own business, and it failed, and he's bankrupt. Mm. Those are fiery darts. They're just coming at you. And it's just trying to discourage you. And it's trying to get others to come along. How many know that as soon as you step out and say, I'm going on a global team, I'm going to go to Africa, how many know that all your relatives will start seeing every story about Africa? And they will be like, they're killing people in Africa. You're like, well, that's this country and I'm going to there. Well, it doesn't matter. It's Africa. You're like, it's really big. Okay. And then there's every disease. You open up the paper. It's like, you know, Ebola. You know, and you're like, oh no. And you're like, you're going to die. And your family calls, don't go, don't go, don't go. How many know what I'm talking about, right? It's true. As soon as you step out in faith, fiery darts. They start coming at you. And you've got to stand your ground and say, I am going to stay in this. I've been given a shield of faith to advance the cause of Christ, and I will not let the enemy defeat me. I will not let him defeat me. Now, what do we teach our kids when they're on fire? Or if they get on fire, not when they're on fire. Like if they, like, like, we all light our kids on fire. <laughs> if, if our kids are on fire which they're not. Somebody's watching a foreign country on internet. We don't light our kids on fire. Yeah. <laughs> what do we teach our kids if they were to catch on fire, right? Stop, drop, and roll, right? We got that. Okay, let me give you something. If you are stepping out in faith and the enemy comes against you, here is your stop, drop, and roll. It is written. There it is. There it is. That's how Jesus defeated the enemy. The enemy's coming at him. What about this? What about this? What about this? What about this? Coming at him. Coming at him. It is written. 
And I'm going to tell you what, you need your shield of faith and you need it saturated with the word of God, soaked in the word of God, so that when the enemy comes against you and he says, you can't do that, God will never supply things for you, you're going to starve to death, you say, my God will supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. And he says, well, you can't believe for a healing. You say, by his stripes we're healed. I believe that. You know, and you start stepping out in faith and you say, I can do this. And you say, I will not be ashamed of Christ. I'm going to do this. You say, I'm going to Africa. And he says, you're going to die. You say, you know what? Psalms 91 says... He's my refuge, my fortress, my God in whom I trust. It's not going to, I don't have to be afraid of the pestilence or the terror by night. I'm not going to be driven by fear. I'm going. That's your stop, drop, and roll. It is written. And in this moment, when you're stepping out of faith, can I tell you this? You really only have two choices. You can either believe the lies of the enemy, the fiery darts of the enemy, or you can believe the faith that God has given you. It seems ridiculous to say, well, I've chosen to believe the lies. I mean, doesn't it? It seems ridiculous. Believe in faith what God has spoken you to step out and do and go for it. Don't believe the lies. Because it's really not a power struggle. It's a truth struggle. And the truth of God's word is there for us. It's real. It's for today. It's for us. And we can believe in his word. And the enemy will come and attack you. And I can tell you this. Every time I step out in faith and believe God and pray for someone that's sick, the enemy throws a fiery dart at me. He says, your dad died of cancer, remember that. I'm just telling you, I'm telling you the world I live in. And he goes, your dad died of that. But I don't say to people like, well, you know, my dad, you know, I don't do that. You know what I do? I say, I believe God's word. And my dad's in heaven. And my dad is, is walking streets of gold. He's waiting for us to get there. He's received his eternal reward. I don't know why it didn't happen, but guess what? This word is true, and I will not let the enemy throw a fiery dart at me. Every time I step out in faith financially, okay, we're going to step out and do more. Uh, the devil's like, well, are you sure you want to do that? Don't you think that's enough? Don't you think that's enough? I mean, are you sure you want to do that? Are you sure you want to do that? And every time I want to take a step of faith financially, he comes against me and he will come against you. And I can either believe his lies or I can believe the truth of God's word. I choose to believe the truth of God's word. And that's our choice here to say, God, I believe that. Now, this shield of faith has got to make sense in our head. And with that, we've got to get the word of God in there. You've got to get it in your mind. You've got to memorize it. You've got to know where it is. You've got to get it in you. And you've got to say, God, I am convinced that your word is true and I've got it. But how many know that faith has to go from your head to your heart? Your emotions have to be in line too. And I I say, God, my emotions will respond in faith too. My emotions will be in order and I will not run around looking like I don't trust you. My emotions will step out in faith with me. My heart will be lined up and I will be passionately just convicted about this and I will step out in faith and advance your church. And then the last thing, how many know it's really important if you get it in your head, it's important if you get it in your heart, but how many know it's important that it gets to your hands, that you actually do something, that you knock on the door, that you open the door, that you write the check, that you ask for, you know, you, you put it into action. And the shield of faith protects you because the enemy is going to attack you. But the whole purpose is to keep advancing the kingdom of God one step at a time. I don't care if you have to be in a crouch position behind that shield and you go and you say, I'm moving it forward. I'm moving it forward. I'm moving it forward. I am doing it. I'm telling you, he's going to attack you. He's going to attack you over and over again. And 
I saw that these shields were made out of leather and they would actually absorb the, the arrows. And I thought about this. One guy got done with a battle and it said that he had 200 arrows in his shield. He got done, he counted 200 arrows. And then I, as I was just praying over this and meditating on this this week, and I was like, wow, that's interesting that they stuck into the shield. It wasn't just like the shield just deflects them. It actually quenches them. Let me tell you something. I think those arrows are like little testimonies that we need to share. We should hold up our shield of faith and be like, look at it. I've been attacked 87 times. You can make it, you know. We can make it. We can make it. And those of you that have lived with the shield of faith and you've stepped out and you've trusted God, you need to share your story. You need to tell others and say, God was faithful. He made it. He made a way for me. He'll make a way for you. I want our faith to be strong. I don't want it to be brittle. And I'm going to tell you this. If you're going to have your faith be strong, you're going to have to be active every day, stepping out in faith. God, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? I remember praying this with the church one day, and I said, God, when does it stop? When do I not, you know, need faith, you know, anymore and do all the risk? He said, it never stops. It never stops. The stakes get higher, but it never stops. Okay, now that I've settled that, I'll advance your kingdom in faith, believing and trusting in you, and I'll never stop. I don't want my faith to get brittle. I don't want to set it on the sideline and say, God, that was good enough for back then. Boy, it was really great when we started the church. I sure had a lot of faith back then. I want just as much faith today as I, I want more. I want more faith. I want more arrows in the shield to show people, you know what? We're up to 187. We're up to 200. We're up to 400. We get attacked all the time, but we move forward and advance the kingdom of God. We step forward. It's the shield of faith. It protects you, and you advance the kingdom of God with it. And I'm praying that we'll apply this piece of the armor, and we'll say, God, I suit up. I suit up with the armor, and I suit up with the faith. We are stepping forth with that shield of faith in Jesus' name. So I want us to pray, and I want to pray that your faith will rise up, and that what God spoke to you, you had the peace last week, now you need the faith to move forward, not to stay put, but to move forward. So Lord, I pray that you would help us to have the faith to move your church forward, the faith to say, Lord, you can use us and we will move forward in your name. Lord, we're, we're not trusting in our own strength. We're trusting in your word, your promises, and the God that we gave our life to. And so now we step forward in faith, believing. And I am praying now, Lord, that you will help us to be obedient to the step of faith. May those that have endured battle after battle after battle and have hundreds of arrows in their shield of faith, may they encourage those that are new in their faith. And may those that are new not think it's weird when they get attacked because it's gonna happen, but I pray that they move forward in Jesus' name. Now help us, Lord. Help us to be people of faith so we can advance your cause. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.